This podcast is brought to you by the Pro Bono Institute. PBI is a nonprofit organization that supports, enhances, and helps to transform the pro bono efforts of major law firms, in-house corporate legal departments, and public interest organizations in the U.S. and around the world. Welcome to the Pro Bono Happy Hour. I'm your host, Nihad Mansour, Assistant Director of the Law Firm Pro Bono Project. In this episode, you'll hear from Lauren Warsak, Director of Pro Bono Initiatives at Lawyers for Good Government, on how Lawyers for Good Government has responded to Russia's war in Ukraine through their pro bono programs. Lauren shared what major legal needs and major challenges are arising from Russia's war in Ukraine and what future changes she foresees to the type of legal assistance needed. You know, we are not experts in the different types of law being provided in the European continent and what the needs are there. I will say that, you know, immigration relief is one of the biggest needs right now, mostly temporary immigration relief, because we have found that a lot of individuals who have come to the United States do eventually want to go back to Ukraine, but permanent immigration relief for some people as well is a need. There are also lots of issues around employment. So, for example, people who are able to do their job remotely, how they can get authority to do this now that they're in another country. There are also issues with family reunification because there are um, a lot of situations where Ukrainian families have been separated based on the fact that men had of certain age groups had to stay and fight. So um, women and children left the country alone. So trying to get people back together who are in different countries. There are also housing issues as well. And in terms of the future, there may be property claims and issues with reparations as well, but that's really far down the line. And that's going to be once the conflict is concluded. L4GG responded to this humanitarian crisis by developing their TPS project for Ukraine in partnership with Kirkland and Ellis. So one of the biggest needs that U.S.-based lawyers can help address is that there are an estimated 58,000 Ukrainian nationals currently living in the United States that currently qualify or will soon qualify for something called temporary protected status or TPS. TPS allows foreign nationals of certain countries to temporarily access immigration benefits and also live in the U.S. while their home countries are too dangerous to return. They also allow individuals to apply for work permits so that they can provide for themselves and their families while they're in the United States. So in partnership with Kirkland and Ellis, we have launched a massive effort to help these Ukrainian nationals. We're calling it the TPS Pro Bono Project for Ukraine. And we're mobilizing thousands of attorneys from more more than 130 law firms and in-house legal teams to help Ukrainian nationals file for TPS and also apply for work permits. It's essentially an asynchronous remote clinic, meaning that attorneys are providing limited scope legal services to Ukrainian nationals specifically for applying for TPS and for work permits. Lauren shared more about the scope of representation, time commitment, and training resources available to volunteers. For time commitment, we estimate that these matters can take between 5 and 15 hours in total, um, depending on how complex the case is and if you factor in training. Um, For training, 
we have provided a number of resources. So an attorney from Legal Aid Society of New York conducted a one and a half hour substantive training on TPS, work permit, and fee waiver applications, which was recorded. And then L4GG also prepared a brief recorded training video on program logistics. Both of these recordings were posted on a training site, along with other helpful resources and templates that are available to all participating attorneys. And then in terms of the scope of the representation, the work is limited to Ukrainian nationals who are eligible for TPS, which requires them to have been residing continuously in the United States since April 11, 2022. So it is not open to every Ukrainian in the United States. Eligible applicants are matched with an attorney who prepare applications for TPS for the client, as well as applications for work permits and fee waivers if the client wants them to do so. These attorneys can also prepare these applications for the client's spouse and children if they have them. And these applications are then provided to the client with filing instructions in either English, Ukrainian, or Russian for the client to file. This is a pro se clinic, so the attorneys do not submit a G28, and the scope of their work is complete once they provide the completed applications with filing instructions to the clients. Lauren shared how the program's vetting and matching process works and how L4GG helps mitigate concerns that volunteers may have relating to the pro bono work. So we have over 2,500 volunteers that have signed up, which is amazing. And we are assigning cases on a rolling basis as volunteers get trained and clients request our services. So we've already begun hundreds of matters and have more than a thousand Ukrainian nationals who are on our client wait list. And many more Ukrainian nationals are not yet eligible for TPS, but will continue to become eligible in the coming months. So we expect the demand for the clinic to continue on a rolling basis for many months. Yeah, to vet matters, potential clients fill out an online screening form ahead of time. And depending on their answers to the questions, some of those individuals may find out that they're ineligible right away when they fill out the form, for example, if they arrived in the United States after after April 11, 2022. We then have a group of volunteer attorneys from Kirkland and Ellis who review the completed forms that make it past that initial stage for eligibility. Uh, For forms that raise issues that are more complicated, an experienced immigration attorney reviews the form and then makes a final determination on whether the individual is a good fit for the program. And sometimes we also need to reach back out to the applicants for additional information before making that determination. To match volunteers, after the volunteers sign up, they must review all of our training materials, including the training videos I spoke about earlier, and then submit a form indicating that they've completed the training requirements in order to receive a case assignment. We then assign matters on a rolling basis, taking into account factors like language abilities, et cetera. And we always copy the pro bono point of contact at the firm company on those case assignment emails. Because the majority of volunteers are not immigration attorneys and have not handled a TPS matter before, mentorship is a big concern for our volunteers. So we're making sure that they are supported and feel confident in their work through a number of systems. So first of all, we post and are constantly updating resources on the training site that I spoke about earlier. We also created a step-by-step attorney checklist with hyperlinks. We've also provided a system where attorneys can submit questions about their matter um, to be answered via email by an immigration attorney. 
We also hold weekly office hours over Zoom with an immigration attorney who can address follow-up questions. We have a group of Kirkland volunteers right now who are developing a, an FAQ document that um, will include common questions, and that will be available to all volunteers as well. And then for final quality control, attorneys submit their draft applications for review um, for consistency and completeness by an immigration attorney. And this review is being provided by a group of volunteer immigration attorneys from the firm Fragomen. So we're very grateful for that. So we've been looping in the pro bono contacts at the participating firms and companies through every stage of the process so that they're able to stay on top of developments in the program and direct their attorneys internally. That really helps a lot. Anytime an email goes out to all volunteers with a program update, we make sure the pro bono contacts receive the email as well. And we're also copying pro bono contacts on all case assignment emails for their attorneys so they can make sure their attorneys follow any internal requirements such as conflict checks, et cetera, and are also making sure their attorneys are responsive. Lauren shared examples of successful partnerships that L4GG has developed with firms and their pro bono professionals and programs that have made the process of matching attorneys and clients more efficient. Unlike a pro bono clearinghouse model, which is based on simply matching attorneys to opportunities that are of, are of interest, our approach is to launch projects that can engage hundreds or thousands of attorneys in highly scalable projects. So we tend to focus on projects that are limited in scope or that are legal research based. So we don't take on long-term litigation that doesn't fit within our model. And also, we focus on projects that allow us to develop programs that can be scaled using a combination of technology and also well-documented and well-thought-out systems. So our approach is also very tailored to the need of our firm and corporate partners. So we offer opportunities that, can, that are very clear about the time commitment. We provide training and support in asynchronous ways, so it can be done around people's schedules. And we also provide ways for attorneys who lack expertise to gain sufficient training. And the technology platform that we've built to run our programs allows us to run these very impactful and efficient pro bono programs. And we're able to customize the platform for the needs of each program like we've done with our Ukraine program. So we have projects that we make available to all firms like the Ukraine TPS program. And we also work with our leadership partners, which are um, law firms and companies that have a closer relationship to us and have also demonstrated a long-term commitment to our work to customize our systems and build new signature pro bono projects in partnership with them. Lauren shared the value of doing this pro bono work and how it impacts Ukrainians during this crisis. In terms of resolving immigration concerns, it provides them with a peace of mind. You know, it's not as if the federal government right now is prioritizing removing Ukrainians, but it still provides peace of mind, which is really important. And then once their work permit is granted, being able to work and support themselves will be life-changing. So unfortunately, right now, the government is taking a long time to process those applications. However, having filed for the work permit and for TPS is really important because these individuals are in line and they can say that they filed for status just in case anything happens. We are just extremely grateful and 
humbled by the legal community's response to this program and for their willingness to help Ukrainians in need during this crisis. And so we are so grateful to all of our partners working on this program and um, look forward to continuing to do this very important work. I also want to say that we're really grateful to PBI to, um, for providing us with a platform to promote the work that we're doing. And um, we look forward to partnering with PBI on future opportunities as well. Thank you to Lauren Worsak for her leadership and thoughtful remarks on the crisis in Ukraine. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Pro Bono Happy Hour. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for now, and thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on the Pro Bono Happy Hour.